0: hello hello everyone and welcome back to star trek aristotle a original series era star trek adventures game using the rules by modifius entertainment my name is ELH the game master and joining me as usual are a lovely intrepid crew of starfleet officers who will meet right now starting with shizno and captain cullen
1: well hello i'm shizno i play captain cullen as was stated and I look forward to getting back into the swing of things. I don't have a quote today because I couldn't think of one. It's a very relaxing day. Aha. Uh-huh.
0: And uh, up next is Krell.
2: Hello, I'm Lieutenant Commander Krell. I am the chief engineer of the USS Aristotle. Um, I don't really have anything to say today either. It's been very relaxing family day. So I had the day off.
0: Yeah, there you go. Uh, next is up is Thestral. Uh, hey, everyone. Uh, I'm Arwen,
3: uh, at Arwin Babblefish on all the socials. Uh, and I play uh, the communications officer for the Aristotle, Lieutenant Thestral. Uh, so this is a weird experience for me as a relative social media Luddite. But I actually have two things to plug this evening. So I'm going to make this as quick as I can. Oh, um, two things. Jesus. I know. I'm taking up so much time. It's so decadent. Uh, first, anyone in the audience? Uh, that are watching this either in the live stream or VOD uh, may have noticed that the art for my character has changed. Um, I got a very nice gift over the holidays in the form of a commission uh, art, art for my character. Uh, if you want to see him in his full body, scant wearing glory, uh, I posted the full art on the Modifius and Star Trek Adventures discords uh, on their appropriate channels. Um, this, the artist's name and handle is uh, Matthew Orders, and he's at MRO16. He was great to work with, um, and he has commissions that are currently open, um, and you can find him on Instagram, DeviantArt, and ArtStation, and I can't thank him enough, because he, I, I, th- I think he knocked it out of the park. Um, secondly, I was recently invited as a guest on a podcast, which blows my mind. Again, Luddite and social media. Um, the podcast was Trek Wars. Uh, It's run by two great guys at Ben Kernow and at Olympus uh, out in the UK, Uh, and it was a lot of fun. Um, The premise of their podcast is each host and guest make up a top five list around a particular theme between Star Wars and Star Trek universes. Uh, And then we reveal, debate, and then tabulate our choices to see which franchise won that particular week. Um, You can find them on Spotify and YouTube at, at Trek Wars and Fantasy. Um, I've guessed it twice so far and the topics were top five droids, which is out now and top five underrated species, which will be out next Thursday. Um, so if you have opinions on things of that nature and, you know, um, I know it's a shock to think that nerds might have opinions on something like that, uh, please check them out and that's it for my plugs.
0: Very nice. Then last but not least, Professor X, anything you want to say or shout out?
3: Um,
4: well, can I do, well... Can I do an anti-plug? A release? I don't know what you'd call that. Um, anything with uh, any uh, item that you're going to order from a restaurant that has the word charged in it, because apparently that's lethal. Um, so just stay away from anything charged or stooped up or nitroed or overdrived, because it could just have actual nitroglycerin in it, or maybe some kind of you know, like the spice from Dune. Uh, you know, your mileage may vary. Is what I'm, what I'm getting at. This, mm. so stay safe out there and don't let lemonade victimize you. Um, also, I'm playing Lieutenant Commander Matoga, Chief of Security. I think that's relevant.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah.
3: You uh, know, it's bad when you drink something and you can see sounds. I don't know.
0: I well, think that's a feature.
4: If it's for a long time, you know, obviously <laughs> longer than four hours, please, you know, report to your doctor. <laughs>
0: Uh, All right, well, let's get that intro video going and then we'll get to blowing up Matoga. Welcome back. So, since it has been pretty much over a month since we last played, simply because scheduling gods are fickle, I thought I would bring everyone up to speed thanks to the lovely notes taken by Arwin. Big shout out to Arwin, and I've already given the players two extra momentum to start with for taking such good notes. So, after acquiring their new security officer, Lieutenant Commander Matoga, the crew of the Aristotle. Uh, went to go find Tug-31, an old, or I guess not really old, but a Antares-class vessel that was transporting supplies to Pantry 4. When they arrived at Tug-31, you realized that there were multiple things wrong with it. One, it had no warp core, nor impulse engines, nor reactor coolant or fuel. It was one of those things where somebody had stripped literally anything that could make the ship go was stripped from the vessel. Part of that process of investigating, well, where did the warp core go? Where did all these bits of equipment go? Um, You ended up encountering a Vulcan virus, or at least that's what you determined at the time. Um, You were able to stop the virus from propagating to the Aristotle, and you were able to get the corrupted files from the virus to the Aristotle for further analysis and reconstruction. Now, as all this is going on, Uh, I believe it was Thestral and Matoga. You guys kind of looked at the manifest, looked what was here, what was not here, and discovered that the medical supplies for Pantry 4 were missing from the manifest. And when you investigated, you found two red crates on Deck 5 of Tug-31. And Matoga, being the security officer, uh, he was doing a visual security sweep, searching for obvious evidence of sabotage or foul play. And... It came out that it was very obvious that someone came aboard Tug Thirty-One at some point to carry out the theft of medical supplies and impulse stuff, but unfortunately, some complications were rolled and uh, some rapid beeping started going off—a uh, Vulcan implosion bomb, as it were—and Matoga very quickly pulled out the communicator, had the be- the uh, implosion bombs transported away. Unfortunately, another complication was rolled, and you dove behind a column. And there's more red crates, which are also now beeping. And that's where we resume. You are in tug thirty-one. You're on deck five. There are five red crates beeping. You're pretty sure they're Vulcan implosion bombs. What do you want to do, Matoga?
4: I always knew it would come to this. Hoisted on my own explosive petard. The um, card? No, that's not right. Let's see. Um gosh, I don't know. Like how how, how much time do I, I have? Like E, can you give me like a just, just a rough estimate of like based on the beeping that I heard previously, can I like suss out how like how much time I have to work with here?
0: Uh no role required because you're already at four momentum, thanks to chat. Chat already gave you one. Um I would say that if you would like to imagine a two minute countdown with the 24 like the show 24 timer or sure. just yeah. that boom 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 and you've got about two minutes two minutes okay that's a that's a lifetime um okay um
4: let's see here is are, are, are the other two crates that i asked to be transported away are they like still dematerializing no, they have been
0: materialized into space at this point and have exploded harmlessly. Okay, um,
4: then I will very quickly, you know, tap my communicator badge and say um, uh, qu- a quick addendum to that previous order. If you could please uh, lock onto my uh, location and uh, filter for um, uh, non uh, biological, uh, the, the explosive bits, uh, make them go away, please.
0: All right. I'm actually going to spend two threat because it's funny that your communicator doesn't actually make connection with the Aristotle.
4: And I presumably, I realize that after I've said all that. Yep. Okay. That makes sense. So he'll like bat at his communicator a couple of times in the same way that you might like kick the side of a, a vending machine. Ah, ah, shit. ah. Okay. Um, Quick visual scan of the crates. Is there any? Um, are there any sort of recessed panels or any um, gaps that might indicate that there is a arming mechanism inside or some kind of like interior wires or what have
0: you? Oh yes, there are definitely ways you could defuse these bombs.
4: Okay, I'd love to attempt that then.
0: Okay, so I'm going to give you a choice that I always give people. Do you want a single high difficulty? Or do you want a moderately difficult extended task?
4: Mm. <sighs> Matoga would. I know what I want personally, as a human being here on this uh, this show. Mm-hmm. But I know that Matoga would want a single high risk role, so I'm going to have to go with what
0: he wants. All right, fair enough. So this will be a daring and a security. This will be a difficulty of four to disarm the stack of bombs.
4: Okay. I happen to have a demolitions focus. Yep. Uh, gang, can I use some momentum to not be obliterated into meat chunks?
1: Of course. I don't know. I'm kind of curious what your next character is going to be.
4: I mean, <laughs> look. That's fine, uh if you got like i'll <laughs> I'll spend some time away, I'll come back in about an hour with a new character
1: um, no, you go for it, go for it
4: okay. I tell you what if it's okay with everybody, I'm gonna spend
0: three momentum and get two extra dice Whew, geez. now, as a reminder, you do have determination as well oh, I mean that's i mean
4: that, that that's for later, that's for special occasions. You break that out with the the Christmas champagne that
0: no okay. I will lose All my right. shit if you roll
4: complications here. I'm sure you. Yeah, you'll 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 corpse pretty easily oh after God, that. I'm I pretty was forcing sure.
0: so hard the other day. All right, four dice, focus, daring,
4: and security. Here we go.
0: Hex. Son of a
3: bitch. What
1: did I just
3: say <laughs> oh
1: about my God. complications?
3: Please help me <laughs> with to re-roll that.
4: Let me let me just do some checking real quick on literally every part of my character sheet. Let me just. Uh...
0: No, you don't have daring secu- or you don't have bolt security. I don't think there's a way for you to reroll this.
4: Hold on, hold on. Let me just let me just scour
2: every inch of my character sheet real quick.
4: Uh, okay, no,
0: I don't think so. Actually he uses
2: determination in some way to You
0: you could spend determination here to re-roll the twenty, but you also did succeed. There's just gonna be a complication here.
4: I'm going to let the complication lie because that is more
0: interesting. I love it. I love it. So the crates do beam away. The problem is, is that the security chief Or sorry, not beam away, you disarmed. Sorry, train of thought. You do disarm the stack of bombs and the beeping stops and you're no longer in danger of blowing up. The complication, though, is going to be that you somehow trigger the security system of Tug-31 in the process. And remember how all of the um, crates that are sort of Stationed in this vessel or sort of like a mall where you kind of just have a bunch of cubbies and right. crates are in those cubbies, a large, heavy metal grate comes slamming you down or slamming down, locking you inside with a bunch of these crates. Now, they're not beeping. You're just stuck behind a very large, heavy metal gate at the moment. I see. Okay. So I'm isolated
4: from the rest of this this deck basically.
0: Yes and no. It's not like a solid metal gate. It's one of those, like, with little slits in it so you can see through oh, sure. kind of. Like a portcullis or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Okay, okay. Uh, I think Vatoga will sort of wipe his brow
4: and then turn, uh, having heard the noise, see that he's trapped, and say, uh... <sighs> well, once again, I find myself looking through bars, uh, not, uh, not completely foreign to me, of course, but um, uh, not my preferred scenery. Um, he'll go to, like, reflexively touch his communicator again, remember that it's broken, and then uh, he'll, he'll just kind of take a step back and look to see if there's any immediate means of releasing this, uh, this sort of gate.
0: Give me a insight security difficulty of two.
4: Insight security difficulty two. Sure, why not?
0: Could, could the espionage focus work here? You do have to break out of prison most of the time in spy missions, so why not? Well, that's very kind of you. Thank you. All right, two successes. Yes, you do find an emergency release lever, and uh, just so every anybody else who's on deck five sees this. Uh, Matoga pulls the lever, but instead of the gate falling or rising back up into the ceiling, it literally pops out and falls down, making this giant crash that can be heard across Tug-31. So it's like you pulled the emergency release pin and then the gate just sort of falls over. Right. It just popped out and fall. It fell. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Ah.
4: Easiest great escape I have ever done. And he'll sort of like slap his thighs and then try to make his way back to um, the last known
0: location of,
4: uh, well, he was with Thestral, so probably head back in that direction.
0: So Thestral, what were you doing uh, during all of that? Oh, uh, yeah, that's a good question. I I
3: had just finished trying to, um, we had just finished uh, transmitting the logs for further analysis or to be de- de- de-encrypted to Aristotle. So, and then Matoga went off to investigate that deck. How long has it been since he's checked in?
0: Five minutes? Five, ten minutes? But you would Five, have heard the crash. Like, when I say the crash can be heard across Tug31, this is like somebody has put a C container into a blender in a thunderstorm, in a tornado, and then put that in a Blendtec blender, sponsored, um, and then maybe thrown in a bit of rock and roll music, turned up to about 12.
3: Oh, wow. All right. Well, I will immediately uh, flip out my communicator and uh, switch it to uh, general broadcast to the landing party. Lieutenant Hustle, the landing party. Check in, please. Lieutenant, Thestral to landing party. Respond.
0: Kral and uh, Matoga, what... you would hear that, but I don't think Matoga can reply is the problem. Okay. Nope.
2: <clears throat> um, Kral takes out his communicator and says, this is Commander Kral. What can I do you for?
3: Did you hear that loud bang?
2: Yeah, I did. We were just about to head over and investigate.
3: Okay, I haven't heard from uh, Lieutenant Commander Matoga.
2: That seems in character with him, from what I've seen. Uh, well, let's head over.
3: You just you just hear like an exasperated sigh from Thestral, Um and he'll like I'll I'll keep trying him, and I'll try again one more time. Mm-hmm.
0: And so I think nothing. probably about the fourth or fifth time you try, that's when Matoga comes around the corner and you can see each other.
3: Commander, are you having problems with the communicator?
4: Apparently, I think my communicator is having problems with me, actually, because um, in the middle of my almost being exploded, let's see, how many times? Twice? Um, it is decided to, uh, uh, what is the um, common uh, Earth expression? Uh, 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 poop the bed. Um... And uh, yeah, it is not working. <laughs> so I cannot uh, communicate with people in my uh, hour of need. Uh, it's been Are you a day. Okay? Oh, yes, of course. I'm fine. It takes uh, more than several uh, Vulcan implosion bombs to uh,
3: uh, slow me down. Okay, insight check. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if
0: there's an equivalent, is he actually okay? Uh, I'll let uh, Matoga be the describer of that. Uh,. I would say
4: that um, probably Toga's looking a little like a little sweaty, um, and a little—he—he's he, doing his best to put on a brave, laissez-faire face over what was a, a somewhat harrowing
3: moment. We'll say, but otherwise, like physically, he's fine. You know, we're a team here, Lieutenant Commander. You can be honest with us. There's no—there's no shame in being rattled by bombs. Right.
4: Okay. Well, consider me rattled, then, if you'd like to put that into the report.
3: No, I'm not necessarily putting anything into a report. I'm just concerned. Um, look, you're our security officer on site here, and several several bombs just went off that, that it sounds like we you definitely uh, saved the tug, but... Th- What do you recommend? Should we be doing a security sweep? Um, I have some ideas of things I want to do.
4: Uh... I think just to get ahead of this, we should probably... Uh, have the Aristotle scan the entire vessel and filter out for any uh, uh, explosive ingredients, uh, common uh, uh, chemical uh, mixtures of a demolition variety, just to make sure that this does not happen uh, repeatedly. Um, And uh, my next recommendation would be to get the hell off of the ship (laughs) just for a moment, if not to uh,
3: uh, have a nice drink, catch our breath. Well, I think it would be um, y- you're you're more versed in the terminology of what you want from the Aristotle. Maybe you could contact uh, Captain Colin and uh, uh, bring him up to date um, I as
4: as Thestral's talking, matoga will like walk up to him and get uncomfortably close to him and like hit his communicator <laughs> and just like talk into his chest, basically.
0: Nice. Actually, since it's, it's original series, I think it's still the flip thing. Oh, is it 14. original series? Yeah. Sorry, yeah. sorry, sorry. Yeah, he'll. But he'll, like, still uncomfortably close. Um,
4: as Matoko to Aristotle, Aristotle, please respond.
1: Do I hear him? Oh, yeah. As the Aristotle here, what seems to be the problem?
4: Everything okay? Ah. My king, uh, there has been some complication, uh several in fact in a row. Um we have found explosive crates uh on board uh tag 31, um in addition to our uh, previous findings of um, uh, manifest monkey business and the missing medical supplies. I would recommend a general ship-wide sweep of any demolition related uh, chemical mixtures or uh, minerals. And um, perhaps uh, an increase in the security personnel on board, this ship here.
1: explains why we transported some stuff off of... uh went well, to space and watched it explode. Yes, just so. All right. We'll send over an additional crew. Find out what's uh, going on with the logs. What vessel made contact with it.
3: Yes, Captain Captain Thestral here. I was actually about to just check on that. Um, And uh, E, I'd like to check the comm logs for recorded comm traffic over the course of the cargo ship's journey. And also to check the comm system for any signs of furtive surveillance or other tampering.
0: Uh, Give me If anyone's listening in on us. Right, right. Give me a reason. And this could either be security or engineering. The difficulty on this would be a two
3: okay and the difficulty would be a two all right um and do we have any moment we only have you have one momentum at the moment i hate to spend it i you know what i'd like to spend it and hopefully we'll get it back if that's okay with everyone okay and uh
4: Wait a minute. Yeah. So my Are com- you going to explode? <laughs> I think that should be a requisite question we should ask before you spend momentum. Are you going to explode?
3: <laughs> That's the boy the boy the, barometer, the the threshold's really high now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Um so I'm I'm I can use my communications focus, I'm assuming here.
0: Yeah, most definitely.
3: Communication systems focus. Okay, great.
0: All right, three successes meaning you actually get the momentum right back. So you stay at one. So do you want the good news or the bad news? Uh, I want the bad news. Bad news, most of the logs have been either wiped or corrupted beyond repair by that virus that you triggered earlier. However, because you're such a skilled comms officer and you have been working with Krell on getting the logs decrypted, you will be able to detect two names within the logs. Now, whether or not these names are ships, planets, people, you don't know. But one of the names is Serene, and another one of the names is Tranquility. So Serene and Tranquility.
3: Hmm. Commander? Commander Matoga, could you take a look at this?
4: Uh, He'll he'll back away from the release the communicator and uh, take a look. Yes, what yeah. am I looking at here?
3: Yeah, we're going to need to talk about your uh, idea of personal space soon. Um this is a uh uh the comm logs have been mostly wiped. This is this is just suspicious beyond suspicious beyond suspicious. We're just we're mm-hmm. just we're just adding we're just piling on here.
4: Presumably uh, this is the virus doing?
3: I possibly um, most likely. Uh, who am I kidding? Most likely. Uh, but I've, there's two names left in this in the comms logs. Um, I've I've gone back and uh, traced the com records for the entire journey from when the tug left uh, Starbase. Uh, it's it's launching mm-hmm. point uh, to now. And serene, serene, and tranquility. Do those mean anything to
0: you? That's a good question. E, do they mean anything to me? Insight, security, difficulty of three. And espionage would count as a focus.
4: I'd also like to argue that, it, it, and maybe this is stretching a little bit beyond, but like, would my talent criminal understanding maybe
0: apply to this? Put it in chat so I can read it. I will. Uh, Let me see. When trying to understand a matter involving intrigue or guile, you may re-roll an additional d20. Yeah, that would give you a free d20. Okay. So you said insight on what? Security. Security insight and security okay
4: and espionage would apply here and i'm going to roll an additional d20 because of
0: criminal understanding mm-hmm. here we go wow very nice i believe you get one momentum back so you're up to two there you go so do you want the good news or the bad news see
4: you're offering that like it's like i have a choice like when you are but the, f- the fickle puppet master. Okay. You're going to give me both and they're both going to be kind of bad. So let's just, let's just cut the pretense. Okay? okay.
0: I'll give you the mixed version then. So <laughs> yeah, the medley. Yeah. So because of your experience in espionage and because you're an Orion, um, you will know that Starfleet intelligence has referred to a vessel known as Tranquility before. The problem is that it's not supposed to exist on any official records. It's one of those spy things where it's like, oh, yeah, we know about the Tranquility. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Where A a,
4: a deniable asset.
0: Exactly. It's one of those legendary spy vessels that if you ever manage to see um, any sign of it or any sign that it's been somewhere it's kind of either meant to be a black flag or it's meant to be like a, hey, we were here, don't mess with us kind of a thing. Mm, Um, Okay. The other thing is that the Serene is actually a Vulcan vessel. And the Vulcan vessel is, as far as you're aware and as far as you can look up on Thestral's communicator, because I still find that funny, um, you are able to see that the Serene is a standard decora class i think it's decora um one of those you know ring drive smaller sort of science vessels Mm -hmm. um but why it made contact with tug 31 you have no idea matoga will pull one of those
4: long uh you know impressed whistles uh which i'm incapable of doing um and he'll say um those are two names that I did not expect to see. Do tell. Well, first of all, do you want the good news or the
3: bad news? <laughs> he, uh, he looks over his shoulder and crinkles his face. I always want the bad news first.
4: Me too. I think we
3: are alike in that way.
4: Well, the tranquility is a let us say, a bit of a boogeyman in terms of Starfleet intelligence. It is a black flag. It is a ship that should not be and should not be near you if you value your life, your safety, your security, informational or otherwise. Uh, Its presence here is concerning, to say the least. Oh, also the Serene—it's uh, a Vulcan vessel, most likely a science one, uh, and its presence here is also inexplicable. Oh, and I also lied. There is no good news.
3: So this is way—this is getting incredibly complicated and and way out of our mission scope. Uh, exactly. I think we need to we need to bring in the captain on this and uh, Commander Krell. Um,
2: Thestral. i like the idea that i don't i i was in another area of the ship with my crew so i'm actually on the other part end of the ship now looking mm-hmm. for <laughs> matoga
3: <laughs> thats all to lieutenant commander crow
2: yeah where where are you uh
3: yeah where are we
4: oh i it's oh the the, the, the crate just next to you if you'll just get several people to lift it I, I might be able to crawl out
3: okay <laughs> obviously our new security officer has a has a twisted sense of humor commander um we are uh on what what deck were we on E? deck five. i'm sorry we're on deck five um i have uh lieutenant commander matoga here with me uh we've uncovered some Disturbing and concerning, and way beyond my proverbial pay grade, uh, security issues that I want to—we uh, need to brief the captain on. Um, but this is uh, this has gotten this has gotten far more complicated than just a simple uh, repair of the tug mission. Um, I, I don't know what you want to do, but I'm going to head over. Uh, unless you need me here, I'm going to head back over to uh, the Aristotle and begin an investigation and and brief the captain on what's going on.
2: Rael just gives out like a kind of strung out groan of, ugh! Um, And then says, oh, that sounds like a good enough course of action. I'm going to spend a few more minutes here, just make sure that no critical systems have been damaged aside from the ones that have been yanked out. And then I'll return to the ship as well.
3: Very good. Um, e, they, I yes. had a second question. Um, I wanted to, when I did that comms check, I was also looking, I was checking the system to see if it's broadcasting anything. Um, I'm basically checking to see if anyone's listening in on us.
0: Ah, right. That part of the question. Uh, as far as you can tell, no. There's nobody actively listening in on you at the moment. All right. Then, um
3: uh thestral to Aristotle. Uh one to beam up, please.
2: All right.
0: So let's skip ahead a little bit, just a little bit, where you're all back on the Aristotle in the uh conference room with Captain Cullen. And you have just finished describing to the captain everything that has happened thus far. And of course, if you feel like you need to amend what has happened thus far, feel free to break into role play and describe that. But, Cullen, as long as you've been paying attention, you know everything that has happened.
1: All right. So, their plan was to what? Have the ship go to its destination, then detonate, or. Because they're going to have to examine cargo, especially if their manifest doesn't match. Unless they manage to have someone that already has an altered manifest assume those containers are legit. They bring it aboard, move it to wherever they need to, and then it blows up. Is that what we're thinking? If this
4: is the work of Starfleet Intelligence, if they have a hand in this, their methods and motives could be as complex as uh, uh, strategy or it could be as simple as a a bait-and-switch. There are a couple of theories that I'm working on at the moment, but uh, barring further information, um, you know as much as I do, King.
1: Right. So... We were given orders to either fix the ship, send it on its way, or take the cargo and deliver it. How would those um, containers react to being transported without being disarmed? How would they react?
4: I, I guess Potogo will, will look at, <laughs> you know, look at the others and then say. Uh, well, as long as they are not red and beeping, perhaps they shall be okay for the transportation? Did, do, we thing... get, do we get scans of the vessel? Like, are
0: there any more, like, demolitions? Right, like, that's what materials? I was going <laughs> to inject with, yeah. Yeah. Um, so you didn't find any more of the red crates, thankfully. Um, however, what I would say is that based on the amount of cargo that is stuffed into Tug-31, there is... Um, let, let me put it this way. In order to get all the crates off Tog-31 onto the Aristotle, some of you are going to have to sacrifice not only hall space, but quarter space as well. There's just that many crates. So your shuttle bays, your cargo bays, your transporter bays, your laboratories, hell, even your photon torpedo control rooms, every single place will have at least one crate, including the bridge. Mm. So how it is far possible, away from our it's just not pleasant. Sorry, say again.
2: How far away are we from our destination?
0: Uh, at warp five, you are about uh, a week away. But uh, hmm. if you were to say tractor beam tug 31.
2: That's what I was thinking.
0: Um, It would be more I mean, like, well, it depends on how fast you want to go and how much you trust your uh, your tractor beam.
2: Well, Krell would impre- it would trust it implicitly because it's a piece of his ship, but uh, that would be up to the captain to decide. But um, as we're all discussing this, Krell does raise interject and uh, raise the possibility of beaming the crates, the explosive crates, and off like we previously did, and tugging the um tug 32 uh tractoring tug 32 behind us 31
4: and bringing 31. it to our 31 an additional tug how many tugs are there
2: there's 32
4: what, what aren't you telling you <laughs> <us>? said that <laughs> okay krellist is starfleet intelligence i mean we've we've, we've secured what? that right we know that <laughs>
3: I, I guess is there a question in there somewhere I mean yeah yes I mean yes
4: <laughs> yeah <laughs> matoga would would make it clear to the captain that like bringing all this stuff onto the Aristotle is just uh, we'd be full to bursting it would not be ideal and the t- tugging the tug maybe sounds like it could be you know it could work
3: wow you were just one big innuendo aren't you I don't know what you're talking about we'll talk later
1: right well whoever's plan this was uh, is gonna find out pretty quickly if we show up and uh those cargo containers are gone and then we don't know who was trying to cause it what their goal was and it's up to someone else to hopefully figure it out before something bad happens. So I'm more inclined to let's bring everything that we got. Pretend that we don't know those containers are at risk. What we could do is jerry-rig up a few shuttle systems to try and get the tug working again, since a lot of it's been stripped. We could also try and track down the Vulcan ship, see if they are the ones that stripped the ship.
3: Yeah, can we rig some sort of external impulse engine uh, onto the hull of the, t- the Tug-31,
0: mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. kind of drone. So you could easily get it going at like one quarter or one half impulse, but the problem is space is big. big. Yeah. I mean, how many uh, roundabouts do we have? Unfortunately, since the Aristotle is a scale-three vessel, you have no runabouts. Ah, uh, What a shithole.
4: No, Batogo would say, uh, well, uh, if we had um, uh, runabouts of some kind, we could perhaps magnetize them to the hull of the tug and then use them as uh, sort of uh, unconventional engines. But uh, barring that... Uh, I'm still thinking perhaps Tractor Beam is best uh, solution here.
3: Uh, Mr. Krell, can we extend our warp field?
2: Well, we'll have to. Uh, If we don't, the ship's just going to be torn to shreds, and potentially ours. Um, But yeah, we can easily extend the uh, the warp bubble. We may need to use the Plato and the Plato's warp engines as a secondary source to extend it and stabilize it, but sh should only take a couple of hours.
1: I'm just curious about what's all the potential. Thestal, can you try and track down that Vulcan ship? Yes, sir. I
3: can do that. Uh, as a matter of fact, I was going to recommend that uh, I check in with some of my uh, some some of the other comm officers in the sector, um, and uh, see if there's been any been any other sightings or records.
1: Be discreet. Toss in a few requests for other vessels too. Aye, sir.
4: Perhaps I could look into the uh, tranquility. On the other hand, with my um, my own context, if you
1: understand my meaning. Promotion granted, make sure to uh, secure transmissions and uh, if you really feel it necessary, you can scrub the uh, transmission logs too. (laughs) Oh, I will. I regularly do so.
0: All right, dismissed. Real quick, before you break up, are you still going to try to continue to decrypt the the files that you took from Tug 31? I would like to, yes. Okay. So uh, now that we have an idea of where to move forward, um, we're going to go to Krell and maybe Thestral slash Matoga. I'll let that be Krell's decision. But uh, Krell, are you working first on the warp engine and tractor beam problem, or are you working on the decrypting file problem first?
2: Um, I feel like Thestral's fairly. Capable in that regard, so I think it makes more sense to divide and conquer. Um, so I'll work on—I'll be working on um, any modifications to the tractor beam and the warp engines and/or the shuttle.
0: Okay. So let's start you off pretty simple, and in your best role, control and engineering, and you will have us focus in warp engines. Difficulty of two on this one. All righty. there we go two successes so yeah Krell I mean extending a warp bubble getting your tractor beam to pull something at warp these are things that are generally not recommended but you and your crew of engineers you know how to do it Um, the only thing I'm going to say though is that for every day that you are tugging uh, tug 31 at warp you will basically lose one power in the narrative. And as a reminder, the Aristotle does start with nine power. And it will take, uh, depending on your warp speed, anywhere between a week and 14 days. So either you have to go really fast and potentially risk, as you said earlier, tearing the tug apart. Or you're going to have to drop out of warp and recuperate power for a period of time,
1: if you see what I'm saying. When was the original deadline for the tug to show up?
0: Uh, It is due in... Let me check my notes. It is expected within nine days.
1: Well, I'd say let's go for about over half the trip of power. And then if it only takes seven days to get there, we can take our time on the last day to recoup everything.
2: Also, I have a point of clarification. Yes. would my I'm giving it at all she's got talent count to potentially prevent that power drain for the day, and then also, would I be able to do uh, power management tasks?
0: Yes, actually, as I'm reading this, uh, reduce that to a minimum zero, okay, so let's handle this as a mechanical thing. so if you want to roll me. Seven challenge dice here. Um, Remember, that's perform challenge button on your sheet, and you'd put in seven. Uh, If you roll an effect, that means that the power requirement for the tugging and the warp is all going to be uh, reduced to zero. Okay. Okay, so you do have the option of spending a momentum to re-roll as many of those die as you wish, because you only got the one effect there.
2: Um, sure. One, two, three. It's so like I can reroll six.
0: six. Yeah. yeah. Okay. okay, bringing you up to three. So at the end of the day, uh, and I'll go ahead and mark it on the Aristotle sheet for you, you will spend, if I have math in my head correctly, you will be left with five power when you arrive at Pantry 4.
2: Okay, that's acceptable.
0: Mm -hmm. So while Krell is working on that, let's now go to Thestral. So Threstral, are you working on decrypting, decorrupting the logs that you pulled from Tug-31? Or are you doing your comm officer scuttlebutt, I think is how we would call it? Oh, that's a
3: good word choice. I like the word scuttlebutt. Um, Yeah, well, the captain, I'm going to give more weight to what the captain tells me to do. Mm-hmm. um so my priority is going to be checking in with other comms officers uh around uh in the sector and the and the adjoining sectors uh tracking ship movements uh looking at flight plans um looking at the subspace transceiver repeaters um mm-hmm. that are throughout the sector to see if any if the serene has pinged any of them um you know much like uh much like we look at cell phones where cell phones have been where like right, different right. I, I'm, I'm
0: familiar you basically track where they are in relation to the tower and then you use two points mm-hmm. to figure out okay if it takes this long to bounce to the tower trust me i'm very much aware of it um, you are wow that's impressive well explained uh, I uh, may or may not have worked for a three-letter. Um, long story short, let's call this a reason, in engineering on your part, and can, let's put uh, this as your communication systems focus. Okay, reason and engineering, you said. Yep, reason engineering, and right. let's set the difficulty at a three. Okay. Alternatively,
3: I could use my could I use my well-informed talent and give you a threat.
0: I would happily take a threat instead of a roll. Sure.
3: Yes. Yeah, so you have contacts everywhere, and oh wait, I'll just link it. Yeah, just put it in chat. Yeah.
0: So you, you add one threat, and you get to ask two questions. Okay. So what do you want your first question to be?
3: Um. Oh man, I didn't think this through. Uh, so the first question would be: uh, Has anyone seen the serene? Uh, since the time we estimate since since uh, Tug-31 left its uh, point of origin for this particular mission.
0: So the Serene uh, was spotted about two days ago heading in the vague direction of uh, a certain neutral zone.
3: Mm. Okay. Okay. And the second question would be um, have there been any other reports or incidents of theft, piracy, or terrorism in this sector in uh, in the last month?
0: Yes, actually. And again, this is all scuttlebutt, so whether or not you trust this information or not is your call. But there's reports of ship hijackings. There's reports of piracy where tugs like tug 31 are made to give over certain medical supplies um medical if supplies the, yeah so if if the rumors are to be believed there's either this grand sort of conspiracy going on or there is one really really good pirate ship out there okay
3: um at some point, I will relay that to the captain and to Lieutenant Commander Matoga, though I suspect Lieutenant Commander Matoga may know already. Um, yeah. Uh, and can I, can I resolve the other issue now, too, about decrypting the uh, logs? Yes.
0: Uh, this okay, will be great. a little bit difficult for you, though. This will be a daring and an engineering on your part uh Mm -hmm. and i will make the difficulty on this a four so you're probably going to want to either spend determination to start with two free successes or you're going to want to uh spend momentum and threat to get those additional dice is he on the ship and can he he use the the ship ship to assist the ship can assist with a computers and security for its part thank
3: you cairo and um so i just want to bring up my communications officer role which says, when a task attempted by a communications officer is increasing in difficulty because of an unfamiliar language or encryption, ignore that difficulty increase. That
0: would bring it down to a difficulty of three.
3: Okay. That's more manageable. Um, I'm going to hold on to my determination then. And I'm going to...
0: Also, I would point out that you do have the Star Cross medal. <gasps>
3: oh, yes. All right. Oh, thank you. Johnny, you know, I left a I left a note for myself uh, in my phone to remind me to use that tonight. Um, also, thank chat so much. just gave
0: you momentum as well.
3: Great. Oh, thank you, chat. Okay, I'm going to um, uh, I'm going to use my Starcross Metal, which, mm-hmm. if I remember correctly, doubles the focus range. It does. Yes. Okay, so I'm using my cryptography focus. Yep. Okay, and um, and I'm going to spend. A momentum. So that'll leave us with one. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'm going to, no, I I, 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 yeah, I'm just going to spend the, one. Spend the I, one. You know what? I really want this information. I'm going to use my determination to okay. get two successes. Um, I've changed my mind. I'm going to use, I finish what I start mm-hmm. and, uh, all right. So I have two successes plus the momentum, um, and double the focus range.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And what, what what is this? Is this a, you said it's a daring daring and an engineering engineering. And thank you, chat. And thank you viewers for your patience as I talk this out. Um, so how many dice do I have? I have
0: three dice. Yep. You have three dice technically with determination already have rolled a one. If you want to roll a third die, then you would have to give me the two momentum. Wait, I
1: oh! I, I know this is the most confusing part sorry. about
0: momentum. So thank you for your patience. No, it's perfectly okay. I I always always love clarifying. So when you buy a die, whether it's determination, a talent, whatever, whenever you get mm-hmm. that additional d twenty, it counts as if you bought the die. So as a oh, reminder, okay. since it's been a while, um, uh-huh. the first die you buy is one momentum or threat. The second die you buy is two momentum or two threat. The third die is three momentum or three threat. So technically, if you right. wanted that fourth die, you would have to spend either two momentum or two threat. Or if you really wanted to mix things up, one momentum, one threat.
3: All right. I'm going to spend the two momentum. You you are being assisted by
2: the ship. Don't forget. Mm-hmm.
3: Okay. Then I'm going to spend the one momentum, bring that down to three die, and then we'll roll the ship too. Thank you, crow. And I get two successes for the determination. Is that right? Yes. All right. And my focus will be um, an eight. The The focus range is eight right now. I don't know. Yeah, how we'll to have to, to, do to do that, that. manually
0: because I don't think there's we'll a way to do to... that manually. All right. Well, here we go. Well, uh, the good news is that that seven will count as two. So you actually end up getting. Uh, looks like. Oh, I see what happens. You didn't include your uh, determination check mark on that. So. Oh, shoot. Sorry. It's okay. Uh, you will have four successes, including the determination spend, which yeah. gives you a point of momentum back, which means I think you stay at two momentum if I do that math correctly. Um, so, do you. Uh, no, I'm not going to ask the good news, bad news question. Professor X <laughs> made the point earlier. So. Tug thirty one and Section thirty one.
1: You mean maybe they're they're
0: related. That's
3: not a random number? No. (laughs) Wait a minute. (laughs) I'm shocked, shocked. Finkel is Einhorn.
0: (laughs) But to not totally give it away. All you manage to get out of the logs, and again, this is one of those edge cases where had you not succeeded, you would have missed this completely. You do get a communication snippet between the Tranquility and the Serene. And it's very short. It basically reads, have you acquired the package? And then there's a response message from the Serene, package acquired. And then the Tranquility responds, Our work here is done. But it's with such a unique uh, encryption mode on it that you know that this is Starfleet intelligence, but a very specific branch of Starfleet intelligence, if that makes sense. And And again, the only reason you know this is because you have a focus in cryptology.
3: Right. But I don't know what Section 31 is. No, you have no no
0: idea in character. Uh, You just know it exists. All
3: right. I am going to bring this
1: to the captain immediately.
0: Okay. Captain, what are you doing during all this? Are you in your quarters on the bridge?
1: Uh, what time of day is this when uh, this gets discovered? 1,800? I'd probably be off shift then, yeah. Paying his quarters. All
0: right. So, yeah. Uh, Testrel, you ping the captain's uh, quarters door, and I'll let you play it out from there. Enter.
3: Hi, Captain. I'm sorry to disturb you off duty. Uh, I have order. something I think you might want to uh, be aware of.
1: No, uh, first, first, have a seat. Let me get you. Uh, let's get you a drink here first. Oh, you, that's, uh, that's so kind of you. Have you ever tried something called clamata, Mats? It's, uh, sounds like a sexually transmitted illness, sir. <laughs> okay. No. It's a drink with a celery stick. A drink with a celery stick. Well, I
3: am. You mean a uh, a fermented beverage? Oh no, no, no! It's 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 a vegetable cocktail. Oh, I would love to try that. I've never well, tried that before.
1: Okay. Well, he was already preparing one for himself. He start working on another one. Like, have, have a seat. Um, you can stay out of the dirt if you want.
3: Uh, I like the dirt. Okay. I'm going to slide my boots off and put my feet in.
1: That makes you get rid between the toes. Really yeah, crunch it in. That's smart. All right, here you go. And uh, what did you find? I'll hand over the pad. Um, Start taking it.
3: Decry- I was able to decrypt the uh, logs from the Tug 31, Captain. It's using Hmm. a very specific uh, Starfleet intelligence encryption cipher.
1: Uh, Have a look. Still drinking while he's reading it, and he just kind of sees Section 31. Now, Jim, Hmm. does Cullen know about Section 31?
0: What does Cullen not know about at this point?
1: Oh, that's fair. Okay. (laughs) He just kind of chokes him in a drink like... <laughs> Which section thirty uh, one? <laughs> you um uh. You didn't put this in the computer system, right? No report's been sent out yet. No, sir.
3: When things are, let me tell you, this was probably the one of the most difficult ciphers I've ever had to crack. Yeah. Uh, Delete I'm not how sure you did how
1: that. I did it. Delete any methodology on how you did that, sir.
3: Yes, yeah, yeah, in order. I understood. Um. I brought this right to you. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't uh, haven't told anyone else yet, including Commander Matoga.
1: Good. Destroy all data related to this immediately, except for this pad. You are to talk to no one about this. Understood. That's an order. Understood, sir. Sir, what's your impression of Commander Matoga? Don't know yet. I get an impression of everyone because I get to train them and teach them. He skipped all that. So right now he's a wild card. But figure it out.
3: He, he seems, seems very much to be the kind of person who says a lot, who talks a lot but says very little.
1: And I think he's the type of person that uses words to distract. Yes sir. I agree with that assessment. We've met a few of them like that and both of them have been pretty good, but usually they don't stay in this line of work for long. The fact that he skipped over a bunch of steps and procedures to get where he's at right now means that he did something good.
3: Well, or, he seems to have been forthright with us so far. Uh, he could have very well pretended he didn't know the names of the ships when I showed them to him initially.
1: Yeah. Or he also blackmailed someone to get into the position. But I'm going to believe he's... Actually a decent person and did something very courageous. That maybe he doesn't want people to know about. Well hopefully to
3: guess. I'll I'll trust your experience in this matter, sir, and I will carry out everything you told me to do.
1: Right. Remember? Not a word about this to anyone. Aye, sir. Okay. You can uh You can go. I gotta make some calls myself now. Very good, sir. And I'll uh, leave his quarters. Alright. So, Colin, Flex once you're alone... And intrigued.
0: Yeah, Colin, once you're alone with the pad, what do you do?
1: He's going to read over it. And he is going to go to his console. He's going to establish a heavily encrypted signal and contact command.
0: Okay. I have to actually look up which of my admirals is on duty at the moment. Uh, how high up in the chain do you want to go? He's going to go right to uh, Starfleet Intel. Alright, so you want the ranking Starfleet Intelligence. Oh, okay. So, you are put on screen with a Commander Ignatrix, and she is uh, basically my avatar, blue skin, uh, black uniform with a blue stripe on it, and she says Captain Cullen, uh, surprised to hear from you.
1: Looks at her for a moment. Did he teach her at all?
0: interestingly i'm gonna roll for it uh on a one to tw- uh one to ten you did on a 11 to 20 you did not seems you did not
1: there's a moment. oh uh, damn I didn't teach you did i no I but you. i did
0: uh monitor or not monitor what is the word that we use these days i did sit in on some of your classes
1: oh good good well, I wondered if I could pick your brain apart a little bit about a um, an interesting uh, star-faring occasion in the, uh, in the third system of, uh, of, let's say, Lepore, the first
0: planet. So out of character, this is a cypher you're using, yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she kind of quirks an eyebrow and goes, Interesting. So you mean to tell me that you've caught on what your current mission is?
1: More or less. Yeah, mm-hmm. Come on, we're the Aristotle.
0: I suppose I should give you credit. You have been a part of Earth's history longer than anyone can really recognize. Which, which, by the way, I do have a point of curiosity, even though it's a tangent, is it true that uh, you may or may not have uh, been in
1: ancient Babylon? Just smiles. Was like, Wasn't so ancient for me.
0: So, you did meet Gilgamesh, right?
1: Well, how about this? You answer some questions, or at least provide some answers for what's going on. And uh, next time I'm back near command, we can have a nice steak dinner.
0: Oh, you know I hate steak, but uh, I may take you up on that dinner all the same. Very well, what is it you wish to know?
1: Are we going to be delivering something dangerous?
0: No, and in fact, uh, the Aristotle and you specifically were picked out for this mission because we knew that should you actually discover... What took place on Tug-31, you would exercise discretion in the matter.
1: So us playing along, thinking that uh, we're going to catch someone, is that just uh, a waste of time? Or shall we continue on trying to find out what these packages were meant to be delivered to?
0: Well, what I would tell you is aside from the implosion bombs that were meant to dissuade anyone that wasn't not the Aristotle and her crew, your package, as it were, is perfectly safe, albeit, uh, and she kind of looks off screen, is due for delivery in uh, over a little over a week. So I do hope you have a way of getting it to where it needs to go. But uh, whether or not you maintain the pretense of looking for who did all this, that's your call, Captain.
1: Well, I do want to find out who stripped the ship, though. That's a interesting mess.
0: Well, there were reasons for that, but I'm not at liberty to divulge them, unfortunately.
1: Understood. Well, I'll leave you to it, and uh, if you happen to see uh, Commandant McCain, tell him I say hi. He might start sweating a little bit. Have fun oh, I'd with love that. All right. a out.
0: View screen goes dark.
1: Looks at the pad again. Erases all data.
0: Okay. So while all that's going on, we now turn to Matoga. So Matoga, are you searching through the Orion networks or a different kind of network?
4: Um. Well, I don't have the well-informed talent, but I'm I'm sort of trying to extend it in the sense that I, I'm reaching out to my old criminal contacts. So you know, th- mm-hmm. who obviously have rubbed shoulders with you know certain Orion individuals, certainly mm-hmm. um, from 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 Batoga's past to try to like you know d- d- basically approaching d- doing what Festral did, but from the sort of Skullduggery kind of streetwise sort of side of things.
3: hmm Okay.
0: Well, I think that technically will uh activate your criminal understanding talent. Uh yes, I if hope so. you could give me a let's call this on your part a presence security at presence a difficulty of three. Difficulty three.
4: I mean, I'll I'll ask again if espionage would apply here. It would. Okay. And then extra D20 from the criminal understanding.
0: Okay. I can offer you a success with a complication. I'll take it. All right. So uh, you are going to get in contact with uh, a man named, quote unquote, Bob. Obviously, since he's an Orion, Bob Mm. isn't his real name. But let's say say. that you've used Bob for several go-betweens, as it were. Um, So when you get Bob on screen, he is actually a very smaller, kind of almost feminine Orion. Um, And when he looks at you, he says, Matoga, it's been, what, three months since I last heard from you? What's going on?
4: Uh, Three months and uh, two weeks. But uh, who is counting, Bob?
0: All right. Well, what is it I can do for you?
4: Well, my friend, I need to know if there has been any, um, uh, what's the word, chatter about a certain um, Starfleet vessel uh, off the books, uh, codenamed, uh, uh, and he'll like reflexively look over his shoulder, even though that will do nothing. Mm -hmm. Um, Tranquility?
0: (laughs) The Tranquility. I mean, do you want the uh, the tall tales of the, the Dark Federation starship going about and enacting the swift arm of Justice of Starfleet Intelligence? Because I've got about a dozen of those stories.
4: Hey, no, 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 no. I, I, I've heard all the legends and the lore. That is not what I'm after here. I want to know what interest the Tranquility would have in conjunction with a Vulcan science vessel In a little tug, carrying medical supplies and
0: various other bric-a-brac. So Bob actually leans in a little bit as if he's interested and goes, Oh, so you want to know about the Serene? Precisely. Well, as you well know in this trade, it is going to cost you.
4: Matoga will kind of like nod and lean back in his chair. Yes, of course, I know how this game is played. What do you require?
0: Well, it just so happens that I have a friend on Alpha Seti 4 and on Pantry 4, and I need someone to take an item from Pantry 4 to Alpha Seti 4. It's not a very large item, about the size of a StarCraft shuttle pod, but uh, it needs to arrive in mint condition, if you get my meaning. I see.
4: I take it... As standard, the contents of this this item are none of my business. Of course. I have to ask, does this item pose any substantial danger to the crew of the vessel that I'm on?
0: Not unless you decide to investigate the contents. It should pass any cursory security inspections, though. I see. All right,
4: I can add it to the manifest, uh, slide it into the bureaucracy of Starfleet, if it is absolutely necessary, yes. Hmm.
0: Well then, and he kind of looks through a few pads, let me see, the serene, the serene. Ah, so, small factoid, did you know that the serene isn't actually crewed by Vulcans? Go on. Well, you know about a, certain offshoot of the Vulcans that may or may not have uh, hidden behind a neutral zone.
4: I was hoping that you would not finish your sentence that way, but it seems none of us are getting exactly what we want today. No, I mean, again, that's how the game is played. Why would these...
0: Vulcan neighbors be working with Starfleet intelligence? Now that is a very good question that even I don't have the answer to. I see. Tell me one more thing, Bob. My favorite color is blue. Oh, well. Consider the conversation over.
4: No. Listen, this position, I don't think I have to make clear to you, is an incredible boon for me, very important. It is the biggest bulwark between me and, let us say, my. Colorful and interesting history being read off of a data pad or some kind of terminal at my court-martial. Do you understand? Your secret's safe with me, for now. If I find that this thing that I am transporting for you he has been in any way misrepresented, I may... Step outside of the traditional Starfleet role to um,
0: solve your problem my own way. Hmm. Well, that would be your prerogative. For now, though, perhaps you'd better go convince your captain to uh, accept the package once you arrive at Pantry Four. That should not be a problem. Hmm. Well, Bob out and screen goes dark. Togo will take a
4: deep breath and a sigh. He will look down for a moment, and you will see that his left hand is trembling slightly. Mm -hmm. Um, He will sort of reflexively kind of massage the wrist and the back of his hand to sort of smooth that trembling out. Um, And let's see. He will... Open a, you know, obviously that was a secure transmission. Obviously. Mm -hmm. Um, He
0: will simply, you know, he's still at his terminal, so he'll just open up a channel to uh, the captain. All right. So, Captain, about five minutes after the conversation with Commander Ignatrix of Starfleet Intelligence, you get a chirp uh, from a communication inside the ship. Colin here.
4: Ah, my king. Chief Matoga, Ian. I have more information regarding the Sireen.
1: Well, come to the quarters.
4: Very well. He'll sort of cut the transmission there and then just
0: he'll he'll be compelled to head to Captain Cullen's quarters. Yeah, we do one of those artful tricks where we just scream wipe left and you're outside the door kind of a thing. Ah, the
4: old Soderbergh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so he'll He'll make the chime. Come on in. The ex- will, will happen. He will come inside. He will wait till the door closes. Mm-hmm. And then he will just simply like, stand in the middle of the room kind of um, stiffly. We'll say.
1: Drink? You want one?
4: I do, but I do not plan on staying as long as I would need to enjoy it.
1: Right. Well, go on
4: then. A Serene, a Vulcan vessel, but crewed by Romulans.
1: Ah. Oh. Okay. Now this,
4: this, my king, is where I would wish to pick your brain. Now, presumably... Uh, my fellow crewmates, Destro, Krell, they have been working on this problem independently. They have undoubtedly given you some more information. Do you have the faintest idea why the Romulans would be working with a Starfleet Intelligence, either as a whole or maybe one of their many offshoots, to conduct piracy in this sector?
1: So Colin's going to turn and make a drink. Take a moment to make it. He's going to walk over to Matoga. He's like, you should have a seat and have a drink. Well,
4: how can I refuse my my liege? And he will take a seat,
1: grab a drink. First things first. I didn't get a chance to teach you. I didn't see you at the academy because you jumped over that. You got a field commission correct?
4: I was fast-tracked,
1: yes. So, I don't have a sense of who you are. I don't know anything about you, except from what I can read. I can give you an order, but I don't know if you'll follow it. Especially if you don't like it.
4: If I may... Captain, what is your point?
1: Well, I have knowledge that uh, about what you've looked into. And as much as I'd like to keep my crew all informed, this is the one rare occasion where I can't do that. So all I can say is, thank you for looking into this. I'll take what you've found into consideration of what I know, but I will not be able to share any further details. But I do hope that this is something that I don't have to do often with you. I do hope that I can get to know you and determine your character. Because you're in charge of, yes, security, but do you know what that means? Do you understand the importance of that?
4: As someone who has been in several, uh, security facilities over the course of my unusually long life, given averages. I should think I have a better understanding of anyone of what
1: security means. And I have to trust you with that role. And I do want to trust you. But with what we know now... I can't divulge anymore. As infuriating as that might be, I need you to understand that.
4: Matoga will kind of like narrow his eyes. He'll take a moment. He'll 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 nurse his drink, and then kind of slowly nod, and then he will, he'll get up. He'll turn to leave. He will kind of catch sight of the the dirt patch, right? Um, And something about it will sort of like stay him for a second. And then he'll turn. He'll say, um, Captain, for now, the most important thing you need to know about me is that when I am presented with a problem, you can rest assured that in solving that problem, I will leave no stone unturned even if that stone is as weighty and decorated as yourself.
1: Understood. You have yourself a fine day.
4: Matoga will kind of like, you know, respectfully nod
0: and then turn on his heel and exit the captain's quarters. All right. So... are going to skip ahead a few days to your arrival at Pantry 4. The handoff does go moderately well. Um, So, how do I want to say this? It's one of those things where um, there are some questions from the colony leader why the medical supplies are missing, but for the most part, they're just happy to get supplies. They understand Almost any story you give them, but my question is, what is the story that you give them? Do you insinuate piracy? Do you insinuate simple manifest problems? Like, what is it that you tell the colonists of Pantry for?
1: The most easiest one, especially with mission supplies, would be piracy. Um, Say maybe that we got picked up before the pirates could complete their uh, mission and only took the medical supplies. Uh, but uh, are we able to offset some of their needs with our own medical supplies?
0: Easily enough. I mean, uh, your doctor's not going to be very happy, but he'll make do.
1: Yeah. We'll, we'll do that, and then we'll let them know that we'll submit another request for the additional medical supplies under escort this time for them. So they actually do get it.
0: Okay. Okay. So right as you're resolving that bit of communication, uh, the person you're talking to goes, Oh, there is one other thing. We actually have a package for you to take back to Alpha AlphaCeti four
1: I wasn't informed about any package. Well, it is uh,
0: supposedly, it says Aristotle on it.
1: Uh, let's take a look at it.
0: And uh, the view screen kind of does one of those picture-in-picture things where you just kind of see this nondescript, standard Starfleet cargo container with the number 5 on it.
1: Alright, we'll uh, beam aboard and uh, get started away. Can I see that manifest? I want to see who's issuing this.
0: Certainly, I'll send it over right away. Now, Cullen, are you going to check this on the bridge, or are you going to check this somewhere
1: else? I think not have any reason to think it's, so, probably thinking it's Iggy. Uh...
0: <laughs> well, I'll tell you but... right now, it is. It actually is. You beat me to the punch. <laughs>
1: okay. So yeah, he'll just look for any uh, identifiers that might uh, let him know that it is such an individual. Yep, it's exactly who you thought it was. Okay. Very well. We'll get secured, secured and stored and ready for transport.
0: Very good. And again, thank you for delivering the supplies. We really needed them.
1: Yeah, and I'll make sure to get those uh, requests sent off with an escort for you. Make sure you get uh, your people taken care of. Just make sure they take it easy for the next little bit.
0: We will do our best. Uh, By the way, before you go, I also do have a personal offer, if you so wish. Uh, Part of the agricultural community here on pantry Four. we do actually have a sort of tradition where we give the captains that bring us supplies we give them pineapples would would you like a few
1: oh absolutely love pineapple
0: Uh, well fair warning it's going to be a bit different of a pineapple than you might get on earth you see we've been doing a bit of experimentation and we found a way to crossbreed honey with pineapple i know that sounds weird but trust me, it tastes amazing.
1: Why does it still try to eat you back, though?
0: I mean, it wouldn't be a pineapple if it didn't.
1: Good to hear. It's the only uh, fruit I respect. It tries to eat you as you eat it. Mm. We'll
0: send you a crate, just uh, pro bono.
1: Thank you very much.
0: And I think our last scene... And I'm debating if we it should be a Krell thing or a Matoga thing. Actually, you know what? I have to ask a very important question of Thestral. Thestral, did you follow the captain's orders and delete everything that he told you to?
3: Oh, absolutely.
0: Okay. So then I go back to Krell. Krell, would you have been reminded or thought to look into the log decryption or the log decorruption at any point?
2: Um, If I did, probably after... Thestral had wiped everything, I'd be having my hands full with uh, the warp engine modifications.
0: Okay, then let's actually zoom in on that a little bit, maybe. Where sure. you are reminded of that crawl, and you go to start pulling up the files, running through the computer, they've been erased. There's no trace of them. The backup's even been
2: erased. Hmm. Um, who, uh, can I, can I discern who last accessed these logs before they were wiped.
0: If you roll me a reason memory. and engineering at a difficulty of three.
2: All righty. I'm gonna use uh, momentum. Okay. And invoke my focus of computers.
4: Definitely would apply. Again, Karel, are you exploding?
2: <laughs> no i'm not
0: well you but get your momentum mate. right back um yeah krell uh interestingly you see that thestral is the one that deleted all of them
2: interesting uh what would krell think of that trying to see if he would go to like, the captain or if he would confront thestral. Uh you know I'm going to roll for it. Okay. Uh 1 to 10 will be the captain. So All right. Go to thestral. thestral. <laughs> um yeah so I I um go to a console and have it uh tell me where thestral's current location is and I'm going to go there without um, calming to him first and uh, and uh, broach the subject there.
0: Alright, so let's actually narrow it in on that. Uh, Thestral, would you still be training for your, I believe it was some form of Olympics, if I remember correctly?
3: Yes. Yes, that's correct.
0: So yeah, I guess you would so, be in the gym, question mark? Let's say...
3: Oh, uh, I don't want to let me make it easier for Krell, because I was going to say at this point, I was probably jogging around deck six or whatever.
2: Oh, yeah, um, I know he'd hate that.
3: With my little Aris um, uh, workout T-shirt for the Aristotle, A-R-I-S, like Discovery mm-hmm. and Ritos, like Disco and Ritos. I like that. Yeah. But I am wearing that, but I'll just be in the gym.
0: Well, to make it All even right. easier on you two, uh, it's just Thestral and Krell in there. There are no other people in this gym.
2: All right, so you see Krell step in and like a little bit uncertain. Like the doors open, he sticks his head in to look around because uh, he's never been to the gym on the ship. He has a fitness of seven and avoids that like the plague. You're you like need a to be re-
3: you're like a ninja at the gym. You'll never <laughs> see me there.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and what is what is Thestral doing now? Like on the treadmill, what?
3: Yeah, he's probably on the treadmill.
2: Okay. Um then yeah, Krell walks up to Thestrel and just gives his you know, clears his throat to announce his presence.
3: Oh I'll uh take my uh earbuds out. Um I'll, I'll move my antenna over and uh try to send oh Chal! Hi. Is everything okay? What can I do mm. for you? I've never uh, I've literally never never known of you to be in this space before. This is exciting.
2: Hi. Yeah, don't get too excited, Lieutenant. I'm not here to work out, thank God. Oh,
3: he, he stiffens up the moment he uses his rank.
2: Um I have a interesting issue. I went to check on the status of the decryption of the uh, Tug's logs, and they seem to be missing. Do you know anything about that? You were also working on them.
3: I was working on them. They're there, they were there, and now they're not.
2: Yes, uh, that seems to be the case. Are you aware that you were the last one to access those logs? Yes, sir, I am. Mm-hmm. Is there anything you would like to tell me, Lieutenant? No, sir. I would like to try and gauge um, person personage to see if he's squirming at all and potentially lying to me.
0: I think this will be an interesting roll-off. Uh, so Thestral, if you could give me a presence. And actually, would this would this be presence or would this be control? I think this would be a presence plus command. And then on the part of Krell, if you could give me an insight and in command. And the All base right. difficulty is 1. And if you will accept a gentleman's agreement, you can each use one of your two momentum if you so wish. So it's one of those okay. situations where either you both spend a momentum to roll three dice, or you just leave it at two d twenty, and whatever happens happens.
2: Well, if this is the end of the scene, we may as well. Or yeah. the end of the game. So yeah, let's do it. All right, and I definitely don't have any focuses for this.
3: Hmm. Argument for social work.
0: I can give you social work, sure. Okay. Right.
3: So we're just spending three. we're just spending it's just three die, right?
0: Yeah, three die for
3: each of you. Yeah. 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 Oh well,
0: uh Thestrel, <laughs> I think you are an open book in this situation. Looks like I am. Your service animal uh, goes to peck Charles eyes out.
3: <laughs> you know too much
2: <laughs> yeah let's see um uh yeah so uh, i i don't know exactly what i'm going to say so krell uh basically presses the subject again and uh says that you know says that he's he's looked through the files and he, he knows that you're the one who, who's deleted it.
3: Uh, Threstrial will look a little uncomfortable. Uh, Commander, you asked me your specific question was is there anything else I want to tell you? I wasn't completely honest there. There are things I want to tell you. Unfortunately, my duty as a communications officer sometimes means, even though I want to tell things, I can't say say uh, tell tell. I can't tell everything.
2: Krell gives his chin a rub, in considering that, and nods slowly and says, "I think I take your meaning, Lieutenant."
3: I'm glad, sir. I would not want my duties to impact my professional relationship with you. Mm-hmm.
2: No d- no worries. Don't, wor- don't worry about it. I might have a word with the captain, though. Uh, all this subterfuge makes me uncomfortable. Anyways, I won't keep you any longer. And I'm going to... Get out of here. This entire Mr. room makes me uncomfortable.
3: One more thing, Mr. Krell. Tread carefully, sir.
2: Around the treadmills? No, absolutely. There's no way I'm getting on any of those. Don't worry. Um,
3: tread carefully, sir.
2: He just w- waves his hand back in your general direction as he as he's already stepping out of the gym. And I,
3: I will I put my earbud back in, and I will say to myself, "I will get him back in here."
0: <laughs> and yeah, Krell, did you want to have that conversation with the captain, or should we call it here for the session? Uh,
2: I think we can call it here. The session. Okay.
0: So yeah, um, you know, it's it was an interesting way to open the season because one of the things that occurred to me during uh, season one of Aristotle was. You guys had that cremattery, you guys had that feeling of family, but then I wanted to add just some complications to it. Like, if I did this, would you start to distrust each other? Would you trust the new guy? So I'm trying to just make things a little bit more interesting, and hopefully not in an overbearing way. Blow
3: him out an airlock! Wait, what?
2: (laughs) No, this was very fun.
0: (laughs) And
2: I will say, yeah, Shizno, I
0: honestly expected you go to, to go a completely different direction once uh, Section 31 got mentioned.
1: He's been around long enough to know that organizations that operate in the shadows, while short-lived, can be very dangerous in their uh, lifetime.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, thank you all for a lovely game tonight. Uh, Twitch stick around because we're going to raid somebody, but YouTube, this is where we say goodbye. Bye, YouTube.